Welcome to season three of Motivate Me. We invite you to travel the 50 states in 90 days as we interview people about their passion. Why? In order to inspire you to live a life that's more exciting or more meaningful. This is Motivate Me, and I'm Lynette Renda. Ladies and gentlemen, today I am snuggled behind the desk of Vicki Massey, and we are at St. Vincent de Paul. Now, Vicki, before we get started, can you tell everybody exactly what St. Vincent de Paul is? St. Vincent de Paul is a lay Catholic organization that tends to the needs of the poor and the needy in the community. And this sector of it is in Billings, Montana. Yes. But you said they're all over the world. They are worldwide. They, they started in France, and they have, they're on every continent. That's amazing. Now, I know that your passion is to help the needy, help the poor in the community. Yes, we have, um, you know, a lot of people that struggle to make ends meet. We have um, people who, you know, lose jobs and, and single parents who struggle to put food on the table and St. Vincent de Paul does what they can to help them get through those rough times. I'm curious where your want to help the poor started for you. Well, I, that's a tough question because honestly when I first took this job, I took this, I, I became aware of St. Vincent de Paul through their website. They, they had a need for someone to make a website and I did that. I donated my time. Once I became aware of what St. Vincent de Paul did um, and they asked me to come to work for here, I did. I, I left the management position I was in working um, in a area in which I went to school for and I came here. What were you working in? What was that area? I was managing a copy and print department um, at Office Depot and it was something I really enjoyed doing. I, I love working with graphic arts and, and all of that kind of thing. And, it just doesn't seem to have the same meaning as this position. It doesn't. It's, um, there are you know, a lot of nights you walk out of here and you're frustrated, and there's a lot of nights you walk out of here feeling pretty good about yourself. What is your actual title here? I'm volunteer coordinator, and then I'm also the IT manager. Well, that works out really well for them, doesn't it? And you, because you probably have a, a great interest in IT. I do. I do. My whole family um, are very computer organized and geared and it is something that um, all nonprofits need they can't pay you know for specialized titles and um, it is definitely something that helps can you tell me what does a day in your life look like here you know there's so many people that make this go it's it's not really that hard. There are a lot of people here that work here that care about what they do and care about the people that come in this building. Um, you know, our executive director is very caring and he he definitely cares about the people that come through here. Our resource worker downstairs, Mark Smith, he's been here uh, much longer than I have and he's been caring for those people every day. He knows them by name. He knows them um, by heart. He's, a, you know, in, in the thick of it every day, he's there. So, so what does that mean? Team effort. Yeah, what does that mean to be in the thick of it? 
he hangs with them all day long. He's down in that charity office. They they hang out in there during the day. He feeds them breakfast in the morning. He provides and feeds them lunch in the afternoon. He an ear to listen to. He um, camaraderie. He's you know they can sit there and play cards. We have uh, things here that they can't get elsewhere, which is public restrooms, um, just for your basic needs. He's he has the washers and dryers down there. They're allowed to come in and wash their clothes for free of charge. Uh, there's a lot of uh, support he supports them with down there. And your job as volunteer coordinator, what type of volunteers do you bring in? Because the thing is that my audience members, you know, they're out there, they may have an interest or a passion to help people also, but really don't know how to go about that. You know, there's a lot of different needs that any nonprofit would need for a volunteer. Those who can keep to some sort of a schedule, those who can, um, who are physically able to do the harder stuff, those who can just maybe lend a hand and listen. We have all age groups in this building. You saw today, we have um, an elderly woman who's working the, the front desk who loves to hand out sandwiches and she loves that position down there. And then we have kids serving the food. So, any age range that can give of their time is is a perfect opportunity for a nonprofit and hugely welcomed. When you made that leap from your other position that you went to college for to this one, did you have any hesitations or challenges doing so? You know, the only hesitation I had was possibly being out of my league. I, I had never done volunteer coordinator before. And at the end of the day, it's really about making relationships with, with people that come in and finding a good spot for their talent. And um, I'm very glad I made that leap. And it's funny because IT is typically kind of a behind a computer, n not doing a lot of networking and, and speaking to other people. And then you found yourself in a role that is just that. Yes. And you know, out of that came a program that I started here at this St. Vincent de Paul that we don't have at others. Um, and that is Project Reboot. And that um, is something I'm really quite proud of. It has taken off very well. And uh, we are able to donate full functioning working computer sets to students in need. I love that so much because, you know, I was a high school English teacher for 12 years until last June. So I totally understand the need for that. Yes. And we have um, handed out our 67th computer set since that. And these are computers that will now not land in a landfill or just be tossed in a dumpster or, I mean, these are all repurposed machines. That's amazing. I love that so much. So what do you think you've learned about yourself? You know, I that there are always a situation that can be worse than what you think your situation is. It can always be worse. Look around and look at the people around you. There are a lot of people who would give anything to have what you have and you think you don't have a whole lot. You know, I always talk to my audience about, about making change, right, and acting. So I feel like to do that, they need to envision something, put themselves in that role, and then explore what it would take once they can see themselves doing it and then execute a plan to actually go for it. What are your ideas on that? It takes time and dedication. And if you have that, I think that's wonderful. I, th I admire what Chelsea is doing. I think it's a wonderful thing. There are a lot of us who don't have the courage, I think, to really step forward and do that. And I wish I did, but I'm very content with what I'm doing here, so. And Chelsea is my crew member here, and you're referring to the 50-state yes. tour that we're on. And, right, I think you're, it takes a lot of courage. But, you know, you had a lot of courage to jump out of your position into something that 
you had a lot of beliefs that could have held you back too, but you didn't let it. I think part of that was because I really didn't know what I was getting into. <laughs> I think that's the best way to do it. But um, I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for the world. What kind of closing advice do you have for everybody today? You know, everyone has a story. And if everyone just took a second to listen to that story with an open mind, they might see things just a little bit differently than what they seem. People from the, on, looking on the outside, looking in, things can look rough. Chelsea knows of a gentleman that I was very close to, that I was very close to my heart. And he was judged unfairly. And he was probably one of the sweetest men. I can't talk about him without crying, but he was one of the sweetest guys. And there are many of them like that. People just see the, the rough exterior and they don't stop to think that there might be a kind person behind that picture. And it, that breaks my heart because Dwight was a sweet man. You are extremely inspirational and motivational just in your, your genuine ability to feel the community, reach out to the community and share and articulate that so well. Thank you so much for meeting with us today. Thanks for coming. I was excited to see you guys. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I have come to be known as the 50 States in 90 Days Lady, a concept that is unfathomable to most. If you would like me to come speak at your event about how to envision, explore, and execute a plan, or how to create a life that is more exciting or more meaningful, you can find me at MotivateMePodcast.com. Just keep moving along. Oh, 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 oh. And the world keeps turning and I just keep